Are you listening? Damn. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Well, it's not close to the theme of Rocky, but it'll do. Welcome, talking fight fans, to another episode of the Friday Night Boxing Panel featuring yours truly, Mike Orr, and of course, two-time former world heavyweight champ Tim Witherspoon. How you doing, guys? Great. Isn't this a rock'em sock'em weekend coming up? I mean, I can't believe how many fights there are. Wow. I was telling Mike earlier, Tim, I was scrolling through Box Rec. I got to like Mama, about page Mama. five. <laughs> he's he's having technical issues already. All right. Yeah. Um, I, I just before we get started, I just wanted to make a quick little comment throughout the week on my new show. I've been uh, telling the world about all the different heavyweights uh, who compete uh, on a world class level professionally uh, in the heavyweight division. And uh, I got to say, of all the guys I was highlighting, a few names I want to bring out. Sonny Conto from Philadelphia. I'm sure Tim knows the guy. Kolbein uh, Christensen out of Iceland. I believe he's undefeated. Frank Sanchez out of USA, let alone Deontay Wilder, who I'm sure we're going to get to in a second. Uh, Andy Ruiz, right? He's kind of like coming back. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I'm, I'm not, that doesn't even mention the, the, the Pulevs or the Wallens, even Michael Hunter. So there's roughly speaking 10 names that I can think of in the heavyweight division that aren't British, uh, but, are cert <laughs> but are certainly uh, in contact. Oh, by the way, and I haven't even mentioned my favorite and yours. Big, big baby, baby. Awesome. big baby, <laughs> Jared Anderson. I'm telling you, man. Uh, there's an awful lot of heavyweights uh, who are in the top ten already who aren't British, and an awful lot more below that top ten who aren't British but climbing quickly and proving themselves in the ring week after week. As a matter of fact, I forgot to mention. I should have mentioned in our own backyard uh, where Mike and I live, uh, just oh. a few miles north in Richmond Hill, Julang Zhang. <laughs> Um, he's fighting tonight. He's a heavyweight. I believe he's undefeated as well. Um, uh, yes, he is. He's 19 and 0, and he's taking on um, er Erdogan Karija, uh, who is 18 and 5. Yes. Could you hear me? Yes. Okay. Right. <laughs> I'm, so I'm sorry. No, sorry. So there you go. I just want to introduce this by saying we have more than enough to look forward in the next year in the heavyweight division, even without Tyson Fury and the shenanigans involving Anthony Joshua and or anyone else who thinks they're big enough to take on Tyson Fury. He is retired, and that's where it's going to end up right now as of this moment because I'd rather spend my time talking about some of these other upcoming fights. Yes, one of them is featuring Deontay Wilder, but Mike, why don't you recap us on a few of the big fights coming up this weekend? Oh my God, are there fights, man? Um, Jesus, let's uh, let's talk about it, uh, guys. October fifteenth. If you guys are awake at four a.m. Eastern time, uh, you are gonna have the privilege of watching the Paro Jarvis card. Um, honestly, I need to talk about this one a little bit just because you know uh, it's it's Australia. Uh, we got some great fighters on this one. Uh, Liam Paro, Brock Jarvis, real clash for the WBO. Global silver lightweight title at South Bank uh, in in Brisbane, and this one's going to be live on the Zone, guys. 
um, as Matchroom break new ground with their first show in Australia. Yep. Um, yeah, this is a this is a huge one. Uh, Paro is isn't sorry to interrupt. Isn't isn't Sky Nicholson on that fight? Yes, 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 yes. You are yep. great. You, one great. of my favorite female fighters. I think uh, she's definitely she's she's going to be looking to uh, you know extend that unbeaten streak to five and zero with this fight where she takes on Christina Jacobs. And this one, guys, is for the vacant Commonwealth Boxing Council feather title. Yeah. Um, so this is this is a great one, man. This is a good one for women. I know that there's a big woman card that we are going to touch base on. Um, yeah, but this card definitely one you want to watch if you can get up on that time. Maybe even set a PVR so that you can, um, you know, record it and watch it later. But Liam Paro, Brock Jarvis, they're fighting for the WBO uh, Global Silver or Global Super Light. Um, also, Caesar Mateo Tapia. I know that I've I've profiled this guy before. Um, uh, and then also uh, Abduwale Mayweather. Uh, this one is for the WBA right. Oceana Super Middle. Uh, there's a lot of titles on this card, guys, up for grabs. Um, also, Dempsey McKean is taking on Patrick Corte for the IBF Intercontinental Heavy title. Um, Dempsey McKean, 21-0, undefeated heavyweight there. Um, another one for you guys to watch out for, definitely. Um, also on the card, yes, Sky Nicholson. We love watching her. Uh, definitely, definitely some great talent. Um, rounding out the bottom of this card here, uh, we've got Rocky Ogden taking on Ben Cameron Hands for the Australian Super Feather title, Shania. along with Dylan and uh, Mirko Pisa for the Australian National Boxing Federation Australian Super Welter title. And to end off and round off this card, man, Jalen Tate, talked about this kid, man, uh, in that light division, taking on uh, Reese Evans. Uh, this one is for the Australian National Boxing Federation Australian Light. So this whole card, this whole card that we're talking about here, Liam Perro, is nothing but title title shots or title matches, which always makes her great, great fighting. We know that. Absolutely. So uh, yeah, that's one. Uh, and then we're gonna touch. We're, we got to touch base on it. We, we got to talk about the big card that everybody's talking about is Wilder, the Wilder card. We got we got to talk about this one for a bit. Wilder. The one shot and it's over card. Yeah, th this is this is it, man. Um, Wilder has weighed in twenty, I believe it's twenty six or twenty seven pounds under what he came in at uh, in the last fight against uh, Tyson Fury. Really? Yes. Uh, he's also got a new defense that he's been working on, guys. So will we see Wilder pull it off some great defense and some evasive moves in the ring? Shall we see it? No, the champ says no. <laughs> I say his defense will be avoid being hit at all costs. Well, he's 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 doing a little bit of ducking and dodging in that ring there and looking, you know. We'll see what happens. I say, hey, when when okay, or does it slag? We, we can no. hear we can hear you, champ. Okay, we can okay, see your lips so, moving. So okay, it's just my video. Okay, so there's not that many people around that can, uh that that can, you know to get them to get them back. On, on on track with the defense and stuff like that. I would like to see. Now I seen some stuff, but I seen some stuff of them trying to work stuff out. It, it was confusing, not to me, but the way they was doing it, I don't think they're gonna find anybody to do that. It's gonna be hard. <laughs> we're, we're we're gonna see movement getting out of the way of punches, defense where you guaranteed to block the shot when it's close to you, you know, like yeah. the old time did. Um, 
And there's a movement where you move around real fast, like uh, Mayweather get hit. That's a defense. But what is more dependable is the one that you get. You your body is everything is tight. You catch it. You fight. You counter back. Not movement like fast movement and stuff like that. That's a defense that anybody could do. But it's harder to teach the one standing there catch. Boom, boom, and that's watching it out that way. Um, so I don't know. All of you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see when it gets underway, guys. We'll see when this gets underway. If you guys need to, yeah, know, I don't think 9 p.m. So. Eastern time, 9 p.m. Eastern, October 15th. Deontay Wilder. I'll be happy for him. I'll be happy to see it too because yeah. you know what? He is one of the greatest knockout artists I'll be happy in for you know, he's on a mission to become two times. Hey, 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 I'm Tim, down with it, but hey, Tim, Tim, if Deontay hey, survives, I'll be happy. <laughs> I think Hellenius is going to kill him. Literally, no, literally. No, you know, okay, Wilder's 42. No, two, I don't know. Two and one with 41 KOs. He's on a mission to become a two time heavyweight champion. We know this. His first reign included 10 title defenses, uh, you know, a feat accomplished. By only seven heavyweights in boxing history, the Bronze Bomber now returns to Barclays, uh, and he's ready, man. He feels he feels rejuvenated, um, and he wants to rejuvenate the heavyweight division when he captures this WBC belt. I've seen them. So he's he's he's. I've seen them. I've seen them in action. Saying he's and and the video of him, and um, it, it was no problem. I seen a video of uh, Malik working with him, but I, I confused. Not confused. I knew what they was trying. I don't know what they was trying to do, but it didn't look. It didn't look. It looked amateurish, amateurish and stuff. Um, he was trying. They're trying to work on defense. They don't have the right person yeah. around them. No, definitely not. Bottom line, the defense did kind of look sloppy. From what I saw, from what did I saw you see in it? these training videos, did you see the video? Yeah, I saw the video. Did you see it? Yeah. It didn't look too good to me. That's what they think defense is. That's what they think defense is. It might be this much of defense, you know, but it's this a big deep, this big you gotta get it all. A lot yeah. of it. Yeah. Hey, let, let, let me let me throw something into the mix here before we move along. I wonder if uh, <laughs> in Deontay if Deontay's managers are telling him either a take it slow at the outset uh, or just go in there for that quick knockout punch as fast as you can get it over with. Cause the longer you wait, the more chances are I Hellenius is going to believe you said, I can't believe you said his manager. No, I, I respect you. You my man, you my man. You didn't say <laughs> trainers. You said his managers. I wouldn't even expect them to even know anything. I wouldn't even talk to them. I talked to them about getting our partners Getting the business part together. There is some some managers and trainers that know boxing, but when I wouldn't even I wouldn't even mention that. You know. No. That was a good that was a good and that was a good question. Just I'm, I'm only I'm, I'm only saying that because of his health. His health his health worries me. Well, I've said it before. The game, plan, the game plan here for Wilder is going to be lock. Is and he load. sick? That's what it's going to be. Is Just he sick? No, no, no. Remember no. That last, the last beating he took from Tyson Fury, man. He definitely got some brain damage in that one. 
He lost yeah, some weight. He lost some weight. Right, he lost. He's coming. He's coming like twenty-seven pounds under what he was at when he fought um, uh, um, Tyson Fury. How yeah, can so that be? Uh, Wilder weighed looked, in at two hundred. Wilder weighed in at two hundred and fourteen and a half pounds for this fight. Whoa! Yeah, he's in there wow. at two fourteen. Robert Hellenius. Robert Hellenius is weighed in at two hundred and fifty-three and a quarter. So, wow. Yeah, so Hellenius is outweighing this guy by forty pounds in the ring. This is gonna be this is gonna be a serious fight, man. And you know what? Maybe yeah, I don't maybe care about, Deontay, I don't care about the weight, but weight. maybe Deontay lost that weight to be a little more elusive and evasive in the ring, working on that defense that he says that he's been working on. But we won't find out until this gets underway, guys. So enough, no matter enough. what, you can put up what all training videos you want. You can put up all the crap that you want on social media, but until you get in that ring and show us something different, you ain't done shit different. That's how I see it. One last thought. Uh, you, you know uh, the betting pages all favor uh, Deontay Wilder to win this one. Unbelievably. Oh, yeah. I, I yeah. can't believe it. Anyway. Also on that card is Caleb Plant, who's looking to return. Exactly. That's what I was just about to say. I'm saying I'm looking forward to seeing Caleb Plant uh, take on Anthony Durrell. This is going to yeah. be a great super yeah, middle fight. fight. Um, also on the card I'm looking forward to, Gary Antonio Russell, yep. uh, who's 19-0, and 0, taking on Emmanuel Rodriguez. Uh, this is going to be a good one. Frank Sanchez. Another heavy. Here we go. Taking on Carlos Negron for the WBC. Is, is, un- is Frank Sanchez unbeaten? Yes, twenty and zero. See, that's what I'm saying, Carl. Rank number, rank number twelve, rank number twelve, and uh, right now he's fighting for that WBC Continental Americas title this weekend. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, another, another. There's a couple, a couple of great, uh, you know. Heavyweight matches on this card lower down in the in, in the night. You got uh, Giovanni Bruzon, who's seven and one, taking on James Evans, who's four zero and one, and that is scheduled for six rounds in the heavy division. Also, we got an eight rounder, uh, Jurgen Hovash. <laughs> Here we go, Hovahanisayan, taking on Michael uh, Kofi. Uh, this one's going to be a good one. Um, you know, Jurgen, he's ranked 218th in that heavy division right now, but he is 3 0, looking to stay undefeated and move up, man. So we got some great, uh, great heavyweights coming up here. Also, uh, Michael Rivera, 23 0, taking on Jerry Perez. Uh, this one's in the light division. Uh, also, Keyshawn Williams, taking on Julio Rosa, Walter Wade. There's some. I want to ask you a question when you finish. Go ahead. Go ahead, champ. I want to ask you a question, man. Okay, remember when I was saying about the opponents that Don Wilder beat and knocked out and they wouldn't last him? I could have made, yeah. not make a mistake. I didn't make a mistake, but I judged, I might have judged too soon because it's a different era of opponents. And I like the opponents, you know, when I, when I was, uh, when we were fighting, they less to me, they're lesser. Yeah, they, they, you know, they're good. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, definitely. On definitely. these errors, they change. So I criticize the error. I criticize, you know, us. Now there's a new era. So I got to boom, right? You understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. There's a new era exactly. of opponents. It's new, a new era of opponents. None of them in the last, still the same kind of like in a way, but they wouldn't last. Some of them wouldn't last with, most of them wouldn't last with us. But there's a new. He deserved to get that put in no order. That got praise and everything because it's a different era of opponents. 
also, and different white nano days. So you got to look at it that way. Just sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. It makes it's sense a, a little era. bit. The, the, the opponents are different, different. Different era, different era. And you know what? You, Tim, you came up in the era where uh, where boxing was real gritty. It was a real brawlers yeah, was, game. Uh, you know, you, you guys, it was it was true. Two gladiators entering a ring and one gladiator winning. Uh, you know, very very. You know, Romanesque kind of style. It was very, very different kind of time in boxing than it is today. Today is more. All these guys are being they're being trained and and, and geared up as professional athletes. You know, the train the training programs and you know your eating programs and all that kind of stuff. It's a way different now than it was back then. And you know, yeah, man, I don't think I don't think some of today's guys could you know handle some of the uh, the opponents back then, man. So we got to give them are, modern day credit. You do. You do. You got to give them modern day credit for 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 what they for what's been put in front of them. You know what I mean? They're okay. the best for who's been put in front of them today. So yeah, I understand what you're saying. Um, we got to talk about the big card. Also, expect uh, uh, <laughs> respect us. Also, all right, go ahead. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Go ahead. Exactly. Um, big, big one that everybody's been talking about. Definitely, Haney Cambosis too. Uh, Fight TV, ESPN Plus, October fifteenth, nine PM Eastern time. You guys aren't going to want to miss this, man. Uh, this is uh, this is a great fight, man. Haney Kambosis. Uh, Don't forget the Ben. Yeah. Don't forget Connor. Oh, we're going to talk about him too. Damn. <laughs> I just found out. Anyways, Haney Kambosis first tangled June fifth uh, in Melbourne as uh, Victoria. Record Sorry. <laughs> 1,129 fans packed Marvel Stadium to watch the world's best light flyways unify the division. Uh, Haney uh, neutralized Cambosis and earned a clear points verdict to become the undisputed champion. Um, here we go, guys. This is about to get underway. Uh, part two of this. Haney is now 28-0 with 15 knockouts, returns to Melbourne, uh, intent on repeating his first um, fight, the victory that propelled him up that mythical pound-for-pound -pound rankings. Uh, the dream has been a history-making phenom since turning professional in Mexico less than one month after his 17th birthday. He made his U.S. debut in Las Vegas on the Manny Pacquiao card, um, undercard on April 6, uh, 2016. And at 19, he became the youngest licensed promoter in boxing history. Uh, he was awarded the WBC World Championship in October of 2019 and defeated the that belt four or sorry defended that belt four times before taking the eight thousand plus mile journey to battle Cambosis in his homeland, where he overcame the adversity. And his father and trainer Bill Haney was granted a temporary visa by the Australian government less than three days before this fight. If you guys remember this, this was all this big talk we were talking about a couple months back, and now we got part two. Cambosis, who's twenty and one. With 10 knockouts, became the toast of the sport with a decision verdict over Tiafoma Lopez last November, which was named ESPN's upset of the year. Uh, it was accumulation of a hard-fought journey for Cambosis. He fought in Malaysia, Greece, London, New York, Connecticut, Las Vegas, uh, as he graduated from prospect to contender. For Cambosis, who had 12 of his first 13 pro fights in Australia, the Haney Super Fight marked one of the most significant international sporting events to take place in Melbourne. So, guys. Part two, about to get underway for this one. Unfortunately, it's on the same day as all these other cards, so you're going to have to pick and choose, guys, what fights you're going to want to see out there. For real. Um, honestly, though, the Haney Cambosis card, there's some great um, – there's another heavyweight on here, Hemi Ahio, 
I haven't talked about this guy in a long time. He hasn't really been talked about in a long time. 19-0, taking on Faga uh, Opilo or Opilu. Uh, this one's going to be great, man. And I got to touch – I got to talk about it. Our man Amari Jones yep. is fighting uh, against Tej Singh. Uh, and Amari's stepping up for this one, guys. Amari's uh, 7-0 right now. Uh, his opponent, 16-5-3. That's in the Super Welter division. Uh, definitely going to be a great matchup. Our man Amari Jones, I know he's going to come through with a big victory on this one. Definitely, um, you know, the kid eats, sleeps, and lives boxing. Uh, dedicated fighter, man. Dedicated uh, craftsman. You know what it is. Um, David Nika is on the card. We got Hemia Hio. We got Lorenzo Simpson. Um, Chir- Chirnika Johnson. She's yeah. great. Yeah, Chirnika Johnson. She, taking she, on. She, Take, taking on our girl Susie Ramadan for the IBF World Super Bantam. And the winner of that's supposed to take on Miyamoto. Yes. Yes. This is what I'm talking about. So we got some great, great action in Australia getting underway. I'm super excited for this, man. Oh, guys, be on the lookout. October 21st, we should be streaming uh, Mia's card here on this channel, which uh, which I'm happy to say that uh, yep. we're in the works of putting together right now so that you guys can see her fight like I watch her fight because it's great. Uh, she's she's honestly, seriously, highly decorated female, uh, about to blow up here internationally, about to get known, man. And we're definitely going to be having some fun watching this one with, uh, along with her. This is going to be great. Uh, the other card we got to touch on, Graham, is going to be the all-women's card. Let's touch on it because yeah. it, was, it was handled very well uh, by uh, Holly Donovan earlier today. Uh, anyone you're talking fight fans out there interested in a full and in-depth explanation of not only the main event, co-main event, but also all the undercard fighters, I highly recommend uh, giving a listen to Holly's show. But let's let's go with it, Mike. Let's let's see what uh, you and I have to say about it. Oh. Uh, I, I've really enjoyed uh, the press conferences. Oh. They've been uh, rather rambunctious. Been rambunctious to say the least. These, gir- these girls are heated. Let me tell you. I've got, they I've, are. Okay, I've yeah, watched. Man. I've watched some press conferences in the last little while, and I'm going to yeah. tell you, man, these women are heated. They're yeah. standing toe to toe, nose to nose, and they're just exchanging words happily in each other's faces, letting each other know who's the man, or sorry, who's the woman, in and uh, who's you know who's going to walk out the winner, man. It's been a great. If you've been following it, guys. If you haven't, trust me. There's lots of clips on YouTube that you guys can check out, man. Of these press conferences where these girls are meeting face to face before they jump in that ring and battle it out like champions. Uh, I can't wait to see this one, man. We all know Shields, the Guat, taking on Savannah Marshall. This is a big one, guys. This one is about to get. This one has been talked about for so much time and you know what oh well she beat her in the amateurs oh well she beat <laughs> it doesn't effing matter that's the amateurs different boxing game both fighters have have evolved so much since 10 years ago who gives a shit stop talking about the amateurs talk about who they fought now all right who's all right fight. all right that's if you it. had if you had one last dollar in your pocket who would it be on i'm saying i'm <laughs> You know what? I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even want to say it because I'm just so sick of it. I, 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 I actually think, and Carl will be surprised, I, my money's on Savannah Marshall. I think I think, I think, think Savannah's going to take this one, to be honest. Uh, Savannah has dropped more dropped more of her opponents. Uh, I do like Savannah's style. She's very, uh, you know, she fights very long. Uh, she's got heavy hands. Uh, she definitely has a great ring IQ. But we can't we can't count out shields, man. But if I if 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 we talk about it, 
Let's let's be honest. Shields Shields' last fight was so lackluster. Uh, you know, such a lackluster performance that honestly, it was a snoozer. I, I was not impressed. And for the woman to be undisputed in two weight classes, only boxer to be back-to-back gold medalist in the Olympics, you got to be doing a little more. Honestly, you got to be going in there. You got to be slumping girls over. You got to be kicking ass and and definitively winning these matches, man. Right. You know, like you should be, you should be in there destroying these women. You should be coming through, and you should seriously be able to dominate these people. You shouldn't let somebody that's not your caliber take you the distance. It shouldn't happen when you're at that level. So for that, for that, I'm gonna say. You know what, Savannah Marshall, she 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 may take this man because you know Clarissa isn't really that knockout artist kind of fighter. Um, you know the T Rex, she's 27, 58, 68 inch reach. You know she is the Guat. Emma Cozen, how does Emma Cozen take her the distance? You right. know what I'm saying? And it wasn't it wasn't really that. You know, like who's Emma Cozen fought? Who is who has she proved? You know who has she proved? Well, you know, honestly, truthfully, she's got 12 knockouts. Uh, of her 22 victories so realistically yeah maybe she did deserve to be in there right. but you know we got savannah marshall you know 12 and 0 10 of those wins coming by way of knockout so let's talk about uh michaela meyer and uh, alicia baumgartner definitely another loving great this. fight another great fight loving this one. Oh, cedric says clarissa will smash savannah okay okay right, we'll, see it. we'll see it we'll see so, it it's gonna be a great fight either you know way what? You know what? I would love for my girl Clarissa to come through and smash it because you know what? She's got to put a lot of this talk to bed. That's what she needs to do. If she comes out and literally walks through Savannah, then there's enough said. Then you know what? Yeah, take take that take that title, take that name, Guat, greatest woman of all time, and roll with it. Tattoo that shit right on your forehead. <laughs> you know. But until we see these girls fight. You know what? I'm done. Let's move on to the next one because you know what? Shields and, and Marshall's been talked about way too much, way yeah. too much. Okay, so Michaela Mayer, seventeen and zero, taking on Alicia Baumgartner. Baumgartner, you know her last couple of outings have been very, uh, very entertaining. I'm not gonna yep. lie, not not gonna lie. Very, you know, we got Michaela Mayer. You know, 32, 66 and a half inch reach. You know. She's she's been in there with you know her last fight was Jennifer Hahn. Uh before that I believe she fought uh, Mav- uh Mavia Hamadouche. And then uh I believe right. before Hamadouche she was fought she fought uh Erica Ferris. So you know she's she's fought some notable women here, man, in the last uh in the last little while. But you look at Alicia Baumgartner and her performances have been have been you know pretty nice, man. Uh you know, in her last three. Two of them won by uh, unanimous decision. Uh, she took out Terry Harper in the fourth round of a scheduled 10-rounder uh, for the IBO and WBC World Super Feather titles. Um, you know, she took it on Vanessa Bradford. Uh, you know, that was a unanimous decision. What do, what do you think? Who, who, who are you liking for this one? I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to say, I'm going to have to say, I do like Alicia Baumgartner. I do believe she's got, you know, she does have what it takes to Take this one away from Michaela Mayer, but I, th- I think I think Mayer is just ready for. Her. Uh, I like Alicia Baumgartner as well. Um, just going with my gut on this one because this is evenly split. It really is. It's going to be a tight, just just as in the main event, it's going to be tight, uh, yeah. fought 
battle. Uh, it's flip of the coin in terms of uh, who you're picking and why you're picking them. Uh, and that's why I do like this, how this has been set up. It's uh, it's almost nationalistic and it's uh, who you're, who you're picking here, yeah. except for the remaining fights, which are practically all team GB members or for yeah. your You know, Caroline Dubois, we got Ebony Jones, Shannon Ryan, uh, Ginny Fox, uh, Chris Artensall, Lauren Price, oh. Sarah Lehman, April Hunter, and the girl that I profiled today, uh, Georgia O'Connor. Uh, there's a lot of, a lot of great, great women on here, man. I tell you what, I am curious to see how Ginny, Ginny I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Ginny, Ginny Fuchs. Ginny Fuchs. Want to be careful how you say that last one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's pronounced the bad way. Fuchs. Uh, let's, let's just say Ginny. Ginny, if I'm not mistaken, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here. Was it, was it, I'm pretty sure it was her who during the Olympics was banned or suspended because of sexual activity. Um, Something like that. It's a really weird, weird, weird story, really backstory. But the point is that she's back in the ring, and I'm curious to see how she goes tomorrow night. That's that's just 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 a curiosity point. I'm just, uh, yeah. the other one. There's a couple of girls that I'm really looking forward to seeing um, because we've heard so much about them. We've heard a lot about the Team GB because of the uh, the fantastic media coverage they get. Uh, but yeah. there are some great fighters on that card, on the undercard, who are going to be very entertaining and worthwhile to watch. But boy, oh boy, do we have a uh, night full of other we entertainment. We do. What I love about this uh, this one here, uh, the girlfriends, man, Lauren Pricing. Uh, oh, yeah. Chris Karen Sartenstall. I love how these two fight on the same card together. You know, they, they're partners, um, you know, live together, box together, and now fight together. It's great. They're right. usually, usually where you see one, you see them both, right? So <laughs> this, this one's going to be good. <clears throat> um, I can't wait. You know, this is a good card. Uh, Ginny, though, uh, she's 1-0 and with one knockout, right? This yep. is going to be her second fight. Yep. She's 34, Southpaw, 5-4. She's taking on Gemma Ruig, uh, yep. who is 5-4, and four, right? You know, 50% fighter here, you know, 50% yep. win kind of fighter. So I guess this is kind of like, a, you know, a little step up for her, uh, kind of test her to see where she's at. Uh, definitely after her last performance, you know, she did take on, uh, I believe it was uh, Randy Morales, who was 4-3. and three. Uh, going into that one, and uh, she won that by KO in the fourth round, man. Uh, late into that one, and that was scheduled for six. So I'm kind of curious to see how she's going to do in the ring. Uh, I can't, I can't wait to see her get back in there. Uh, I, I'm, I'm excited for this one. Me too. Uh, as I said, lo notwithstanding uh, the two main events, if you will, uh, yeah. the, the undercard is packed and oh. it, it's solid. I'm, I'm, you know, going going back a step there. I am curious to see how Caroline Dubois fared because uh, she's stepping up from her Olympic showing and uh, and she's got some uh, uh, what do you say boxing in her blood kind of kind of you know definitely the, the Dubois the Dubois are uh, heavy in that game for sure. Uh, right. She's taking she's taking on 40, 41 ranked uh, Melina Ko, uh, Koleva Koleva. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's ten she's ten wins fourteen losses one draw definitely. Um, you know, somebody who's, uh, I guess we'll call a gatekeeper or level, uh, level keeper, big boss. You know, you want to get to the next level, you got to pass the levels boss. Uh, this is pretty much what this is looking like for her. Caroline, you know, she's 3-0 yep. uh, right now. This is her only her fourth fight as a professional. She's stepping it up, man. That's what I like. I like to see this. Uh, you know, she's challenging herself. Uh, this is going to be a great fight. So, guys, if you, uh, if you do tend to – Tune into this one. Make sure you check out some of the undercard. Don't just don't just sit there and tune in for the last. Because I'm telling you, there's gonna be a lot of great fights on this all women's card. Honestly, you know, 
Caroline Dubois, Ebony Jones, Shannon Ryan, Georgia O'Connor, Ginny Fuchs, Chris Hartenstall, Lauren Price, Sarah Lehman, April Hunter. These are all, these women are all the future, the the future. They're the next 10, 15 years of boxing, these women, man. So these are names you guys are going to hear for the next 10 years in women's boxing. So make sure that you check them out. Give them the opportunity, you know, to get to get known, man. Give them that opportunity by watching them. You will not be upset. We will, them. and certainly let's not forget about uh, the Australians that are that are fighting down under, and uh, and also the Americans and and the Canadians. Yeah. Uh, quite frankly, uh, yeah, we haven't heard of her lately, but Mary Spencer's got a an unblemished, uh, undefeated record. I think yeah. she's seven and zero now. Yeah. So you know the the women's boxing within this past year certainly churned it up a notch. I can't believe it. I mean. Just last year, we were talking about, you know, whether we could help them, and now it seems like they've really eclipsed what we're doing on their behalf. Uh, great stuff out of the women, and and it's it's heart and soul, heart and soul type type of fighting. That's yeah. that's what we like. Uh, they tend not to leave it in the hands of the judges. They tend to go for it. Um, you know, we've had more we've had more than enough interviews with women fighters who tell oh. us, you know, that they, they they brawl with the best of them, but they know how to fight. Is the point? They know how to fight. And yeah. they've been taught well. They've been trained well. They they eat well. They live well. Um, you know, they they live to fight. They fight to live. Yeah, definitely. Um, other than that, there is there is one more card, guys. Um, if if you're ready for this one, this one is going to start off your Saturday. Uh, McGrail Espinosa. All right, yeah. The Probellum card getting underway yeah. 2 p.m. Eastern time. Um, Peter McGrail says victory over Alexander Espinosa will be the lunch pad towards title fights and big things next year. Uh, McGrail shared a final stare down with Nicaraguan puncher Espinosa at Friday's weigh-in ahead of the headline fight on Probellum Liverpool 2. Yep. Uh, future world champion has only had four fights as a professional, but the Liverpool Indian stellar amateur career means he is ready to be yeah, put yeah. towards title class. And McGrail who tipped the scales at 124.2 pounds at the uh, Olympia, knows a win over the experience Espinosa will catapult him towards fights with domestic rivals Jason Cunningham, Liam Davies, and Gamal Yaffe. Uh, fighter, uh, fighters the Everton fan is already confident of beating. You know, he's already confident in this. Uh, at the moment in time, you know. I think, I think Peter McGrail's brother's on that fight too. Uh, I, b- I believe, yeah, the McGrails are both on here. We've They're both two. on that. They're both on that card, and I think, yeah. and I think, I think both of the Gafais are on that card as well. Yafal Gafai and his older brother. Uh, on uh, this one, we we have uh, on this card is it's it's headlined by James James Dickens. Oh, uh, Jazza, Jazza, Jazza Dickens. Yeah, Jams Jamsa Dickens, <laughs> and Loreto, <laughs> and then Loreto Dalamini. And um, this one's for the IB. Uh, that's going to be a good fight, guys. That's going to be a good fight. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Both these guys, man. Uh, you know, Dickens is thirty-one and four. Uh, Delamini is eighteen and one. This one's for that world feather title, IBO. Uh, McGrail Alexander Espinosa. Joe McGrail is taking on uh, Alexander Taylor. Uh, this one, you know, he Joe McGrail is only five and zero. Oh. He's stepping up, man. He's fighting Alexander Taylor, who is twenty. 36 and two, so definitely has a hell of a lot of ring experience. Um, been around the block, yeah, been around the block. He's been there. Uh, Steve Karens, who is three and oh, is taking on Angelo uh, uh Turco. 
uh, who's eight twenty six and two. Uh, then you know we got William William Colley, who's two and zero, oh, taking on Angel Chavez, um, and John Edwardson taking on uh, Simas Volasinas, who is ready for this one seven one hundred and three and oh. <laughs> He's been around the block twice. Uh, yeah, seven, that, that tomato can's been open. One in, seven one hundred. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, then we got Blake must Island taking on Mikey Young. Oh, you know what? It sounds like that tomato can's been open once or twice. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. But, but guys, don't forget, without tomato cans, we wouldn't be able to test and display the talents of the up-and-coming fighters. As much as people don't understand it, we need them in boxing. They're there for a reason, folks. So just because his record, you know, he's got 103 losses, doesn't mean that he doesn't know what he's doing in that ring. He is being used to test the young, to put them through their paces, to, to, to help them learn how to fight in the paid ranks. It's, it's you know, he's going to put the pressure on him. That's what he's there for. He's to put pressure on this prospect to make sure that this prospect can, you know, provide the same kind of accuracy in his punching and his striking that he can when he's not under pressure. This is a test. This is definitely a test and a showcasing. We're going to see great fight, and we're going to see this kid get pushed by this guy who has 103 losses, man. There's a reason why they keep bringing this guy in, because he's he's meant to take these kids and help them get to that next level. Maybe definitely. durable. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That's, uh, that's you know, there's uh, there's not much going on other than we, we got to talk about, we got to talk about the Canadian card because we're from, we're from Canada. Yeah, let, let's talk about it a little bit. Right. Mainly, Jung Mainly, it features two heavyweights. Yeah, two heavies. Uh, uh, Erdogan uh, Kadrija, who is 18 and 5, will be taking on Jung Long Zhang, 19 and 0. 19 this, and 0. Uh, this one here is at Richmond in Richmond Hill. Uh, this one, Ontario Athletic Commission. Uh, I can't wait to see this, man. No, this this should be good, man. Uh, Larone White, uh, Hader Ali Khan on here, Megomed, Moga Harbi. Uh, there's some names on here, guys, that you might not know. Um, we have a fighter that we've talked to that we've uh, we've we've pre uh, well that I'm talking to you about getting on there. Uh, an Ontario boxer, Michaela Mil uh, Mikhail Miller, is on this card. Uh, he's taking on Leron White. Uh, shout out to him, man. Hopefully you come through. I know he just got back into the gym and got back to his uh, to his old ways, uh, training real hard. So after his last fight uh, at Rebel Entertainment Center that uh, we were at and saw him, uh, he looked really really good. Uh, and he's definitely definitely got a new spark uh, in his training, man. And uh, he, he he says he's gonna he's gonna come through with a victory on this one. And he's not he's he's not on the A side right here. He's on the B side of this card. So he's been put up there to to you know maybe lose, but I don't think that's gonna happen. I think our man uh, Miller's gonna come through with a victory on this one because I know he's hungry. I know he's hungry. Oh man, I was I was just about to 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 fall into Tim's lap and say, okay, let's talk about this. Connor Ben fiasco, and then he, oh. then he then he loses his uh, connection. That's too. I bad. know. Um, but I'll, I'll I'll you know if you are finished with the roundup of yeah. the uh, we're 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 finished we're finished with all. I, the I would, we, we've got a few minutes left in the show, and uh, I wouldn't yeah. mind touching on it. I, I, first of all, 
uh, my heart goes out to the guys on the undercard who got uh, displaced because of the, uh, shall we say, suspension. Uh, some say it might be postponed. Some say it might be canceled. But at the end of the day, Conaban is an idiot. Uh, you, you cannot tell me that you know he got uh, tested positive uh, for any other reason. He, he certainly wasn't looking to get pregnant. Uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> you know, so was, was, he, was, he looking, was he looking to mask his steroids? Take a look at the before and after pictures of the guy's body. I mean, right. come on, Connor. At the end of Honestly, the day, at the end of the day, the, the the way I see it is, if you're if you're if you got this stuff in your system and you don't know, then there's a serious problem. There's a serious problem with your team. You know, if you're not if you're not voluntarily taking this, and your team is you know slipping this to you without you knowing, then you're an idiot. You know, it's ridiculous. Man up, take the damn punishment, and get on with it. Because honestly. You know, it's 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 a disgrace, man. Look at all these people that, you know, spent money out of their own pockets to pay for training camps, to pay for, you know, travel, to pay for sparring partners, to pay for all this kind of shit. Just for what? For one guy to take some drugs so that, you know, he can he can boost his own confidence. He can boost his own confidence. Get in that ring. Yeah, it's too bad. Uh, it would have been. He's failed the second drug test. Well, and it's coming out that he failed a, a first drug test back in the wintertime. So, you know, eight, eight odd months ago. So, not, notwithstanding the, the Connor Ben, idiocy, and I, I, I hope I never hear his name again in the fight world. Uh, I don't. We we don't need those kinds of fighters. Um, it does make me wonder, though. Uh, you know, whether or not Matchroom should do the right thing, have all their fighters on their roster tested just to prove to the rest of the world, to all boxing fans, that just because there's one bad apple, it doesn't ruin the entire basket. You know, Sugar did Sugar did mention it on Wednesday, if you guys remember. You know, usually when there's one in the hen house, right. taking it, they're all in the hen house. Taking it. I'm not... I'm not saying and I'm not accusing that the entire matchroom stable is using shit, but you know no. what? Where there's one, there's going to be two. Sorry. Where the smoke, where the smoke is fire. Exactly. Um, and so all I'm saying, if I, if I were Eddie Hearn, if I were Eddie Hearn, what, what would be the harm in asking all of my fighters to go to go get tested, prove to the fans that you guys are clean and you're ready for your next fight. To be fair, to be fair to those fighters who you're going to be up against, you know, prove it to the world that you guys are clean, period. And that actually would lead the way uh, for all promoters to have all of their rosters uh, take those tests. You know, as I pointed out on the, the new show, you know, the, the, the people doing the tests are basically under the control of the British Board of Boxing anyway. Yeah. So, you know why? 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 Why it came to light two days before the fight is another question. Very, very peculiar that it would come out in the way it did. Uh, peculiar that he he wasn't going to take uh, that second test. Um, you know, so there's a whole bunch of like. The, pro the problem is now. The problem is now, though. If you got to think about this too, problem is now. His name is sullied. It's you know they even if you come back from this, like even if it finds out that. You know, oh, it, it, you know, he didn't take it. He, you know, it, it was some mix up. 
However, it's always going to be in the back of people's minds now. You know, yeah. there's always going to be that that doubt. Hey, no. you know, no matter what you if if you can prove if you can prove that it's wrong and you can prove that you know there was some some mix up in the way of handling or whatever, and you get found innocent at the end of the day, that's still going to be a little asterisk besides your name stating that you caused this whole event to be canceled. Canceled. There was for those of us who are old enough to remember. There was a sprinter by the name of uh, Ben Johnson who uh, got caught uh, after being tested, after winning the gold at the Olympics and was immediately stripped of his gold medal. Yeah. There was was no, hey, this test might be wrong kind of stuff. No, no. no. They they, they took that and handed it to what, Carl Lewis, who came in second? You know, so (laughs) the end of the day, that's what I'm thinking, you know, but far and wide here, I think, you know, in terms of the tentacles of the boxing industry, you know, We've often been accused of uh, all the various nefarious activities that take place behind the scenes, whether it be uh, gloves, whether it be pepper, whether it be, well, Tim could know more about this than I ever would. But at the end of the day, you've got all these kinds of accusations being leveled at the boxing industry. And yet, just when we think we're coming out of the woods, along comes Connor Ben. Like, what the heck was he thinking? What were his trainers thinking? Yeah. Now, more importantly, I'm what sorry, is Matt Matt thinking? Oh. I'm sorry that my phone was going. It won't happen again. Sorry for all the audience. Where's, I apologize. All right. keep, keep, keep your phone steady. And I, I know you're talking about Connor Ben. We are. Huh? We, yes, yes, you are talking about Connor Ben. Everybody is. We're just talking about him with somebody talking about him about about an hour ago with, with the guy that's on the YouTube channel. Um, and he said, them kids are strong. Both of them are strong, but Connor is, is, is a little, little bit stronger than um, um, his opponent. Stronger than him. Huh? Yeah, than Eubank, right? He's, he's, I, honestly, you, I was I was taking Ben for this one, man. Yeah. I, I, thought ben, I thought Ben was going to come through and bet. You know what? I'm very impressed with Ben. In the last couple of fights I've seen with him, man, I love his aggressive style. I love the way he comes in. I love the way he just, you know, no holds barred, leaves it up. This, this, this is this has upset me. Like this has made me mad. Like, come on, man. You, you, you're, you're taking a drug that you know is banned. Like, how did you think? Like, how did you think that you weren't gonna get caught? Like, even though, like, did you did you think you weren't gonna get caught because it's a woman's drug for egg reproduction? Well, actually, Mike, it's actually a combination of drugs. The drug he was caught using is a masking agent for the steroids he was using. So, because he he was also what was it? Uh, clomiphene. That's the that's the masking agent. Yes. Yeah, that's the masking agent. Um, it, it's also used to treat infertility in women who yes. do not ovulate. Right. Yes. Right. So it's so he was either trying to get pregnant, or yeah. he, or he was he was trying to mask his steroid use. So pretty clear to me. I mean, yeah. he doesn't look like the type of guy, mind you, having seen the, there's a meme out there, of oh, him, a really funny one. Uh, oh, but we shouldn't make fun of these people because they work so hard. They're so dedicated, passionate. No, guys like him, sully the sport. They make us look bad. Uh, and, and everyone wants to know, are, are all boxers like that? Do they all take drugs? Well, you know, I think it happens probably in every sport. I'm ha- going to hazard a guess. There's going to be a bad apple, but if I were Eddie Hearn, I'd make all of my boxers take the test twice, three times, whatever. 
what what is it pee, pee into the jar kind of test like at the end of the day it's not like they're taking blood or anything it's uh, <laughs> these guys are boxers come on when you scared to take a test and if you are why are you scared to take a test because yeah. anyway i'm just saying eddie hearn should make a move here prove himself to be the leader that he thinks he is and have all of his tester uh, have all of his boxers tested that's what yeah. i think uh, honestly, honestly, Sean Porter says he wants Connor Ben to come clean and admit he was using performance enhancing drugs because it just makes him look worse if he hides hides it anymore. Right. Right. Like, this uh, is crazy. and all I'm saying is it, it just casts that long shadow on all boxers. Yeah, man. It's like if if I if okay, just think about it. For the past year, we've been talking about boxing turning the corner, whether it's because of Jake Paul, whether it's because of the women in the game. At the end of the day, we've been talking about the improvement in the game, the, the improvement of the game on behalf of the fans, the number of fans that are increasing, the creator clash series that where all those YouTubers fought each other, raised over a million dollars for all those uh, special charities. That was great. Boxing was really on the increase in terms of popularity, and then comes Connor Ban to burst the bubble. Yeah. You know, like it's things like that that you know, like with with boxing, you know, it's 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 on a steady slow climb, and then you get something like this, and it's just like a, you know, it just it just ruins it. It it's it makes it's upsetting. It's upsetting that that he allowed himself. You know what? If you're cheating, man, you suck at it. You know, if you're gonna cheat, don't get caught, man. Come right. on. You know what I mean? If you're going to cheat and you have to cheat because it betters the way that you feel about yourself because you're going into this fight and you're not confident in your ability to beat Chris Eubank. Right. So this is why you're taking these drugs. You know, don't get caught doing it. So and then when you get caught doing it, you admit that you weren't taking the crap at all. Like you failed two tests. Admit the crap already, man, because it's just making you look bad. It's making you look bad. And on top of that, think about all the people that were on that card that spent money out of their own pocket to get ready for that card, man. At the end of the day, what I think should happen when he does get proven guilty, he should be suspended and he should have to pay back everybody all that money that they lost out of their own pockets, man. That's what should happen. You want to stop fighters from doing this? Cool. Um, you got to fork out $4 million in prize money and uh, you got to fork out all the money that uh, these people paid for the last three months in their training camp to come to this card. I'm like, surprised you know, we've not heard of any lawsuits. I'm, if, if I were one of those undercard boxers, I'd be suing the shit out of that I wonder guy. if his managers... I, yeah. I wonder if his managers... In a... <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that's exactly what we were saying, Tim. Um, and, uh, you know, Matt, Matt Trim needs to prove a point. I mean, Matt Trim needs to issue an edict and say, hey... All my boxers, I want y'all to take a, a test, get get clean, and uh, prove no, prove yourself clean, and uh, let's get on with the business of boxing, which is a great I sport. I believe our boy Matty Harris was on that card too, wasn't he? Uh, he was scheduled to fight heavyweight. No, that's right. Yeah, he was on that card, man. Uh, you know, like I've been talking to him; he's very upset about certain situations. Uh, you know? The 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 Irish lad Coyle, I think, was on that fight too. Yeah, there is, um, uh, you know, there's some great fighters that we've talked to that are friends of, uh, you know, that our channel here that uh, we support. And uh, you know what? It's 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 upsetting. It's it's really upsetting that uh, you know they had to go through that. You know, work so hard. Yeah. Uh, you know, because these guys, we know these guys that we talk to on a regular basis. We know the dedication and the time and the effort and the money that it costs these guys to get to where they're at and be on these cards. And then you got some goof like Connor Ben who's denying that he took something. Like honestly. How 
how can you test positive for something if you didn't take it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. The test says positive. You can't get a positive test unless the thing is in your system. So either you voluntarily took it or somebody in your sleep might be going. Right. Up your butt, you know what I mean? Right. Like, or rubbing it in topically. Who knows? Either, either you gotta, either you gotta blame your training staff or blame your, your your team because they're doping you up without you knowing, and you not knowing are a moron, or you're doing it. No, he 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 knew. You know what was even funnier leading up to that was with the uh, social media presence of uh, Chris Eubank Jr. because he was stuffing himself with all sorts of weird food. And I'm going, yeah. what the heck is that about? You know? And he was saying he was training at sixty percent, and I'm going, what the heck? So, I mean, I think he must have known or his team must have known. What I am surprised is that uh, they didn't reach out to Biba, uh, the British Irish Boxing Authority, yeah. and get, get them to sanction the event if, if in fact, Conor Ben was truly clean as he says he was. But obviously right. he wasn't. I mean, even Matchroom knew he wasn't. They couldn't, they couldn't get clearance from either Biba or any other sanctioning body. I mean, could they have moved it offshore? Given all that money at stake, you know, how much would it have cost to fly everyone over to Malta? <laughs> you know, yeah, I don't know. But, you know, pick, pick, pick a neutral country if, if he truly was clean or move the entire undercard um, to Saudi Arabia. You think the Saudis would have picked up that, that fight? Sure, they would have. Yeah. Oh, of course they would have. But that was the, a moneymaker. That was exactly. a huge moneymaker. You're, you're talking, you're talking, talking about, about, the you're talking about a, family rivalry, a family rivalry that was started in the 90s, right? And then we got the next generation of those guys starting a new rivalry, man. That that could have lasted years. Could have been a, a, a three-peat. You know what I'm yeah, saying? It could have been. It could have been. It could have been. You know what the interesting rivalry is now? Between the uh, UAE and Saudi Arabia. These guys are pumping millions in two separate countries. Uh, both of them are pumping a, a ton of money into boxing and a ton of money to get big names into boxing over there. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you're telling me that... the a shake couldn't have come along with a couple million bucks and said, Hey, all your boxers, all your teams, take my private jets, take 10 of my private jets, come over here to Jeddah and, uh, and fight. Honestly, they're paying half a million dollars to sit front row. Why not? Right. That's <laughs> not, you know, there's so many, like there's so many weird points uh, left yeah. up in the air in the wake of Connor Ben's decision to take drugs. Yeah. You know, and and that's the bottom line. I mean, I mean, yeah, we could they could they have found another sanctioning body? Probably. Yeah. Um, uh, could they have flo all flown on mass to some uh, kingdom For in the sure. Middle East? Probably. For sure. For sure. You know, could they have continued even to fight uh, in England without the main event? Probably. Probably. Yeah, but, but, then, but then, then you got an unsanctioned an unsanctioned exhibition tournament. No, no, no. The only, the only, the only thing that wouldn't have been sanctioned would have been the main event. Yeah, which would have, been, yeah, that, that would have been hilarious. See these two battle each other out for no position, no good, like nothing. So, <laughs> so there was lots of. My point is, there's lots of, uh, yeah. you know, what ifs that surround it, and uh, you know, someone at the end of the day pulled the plug. And, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna hazard a guess here and say this. Here's what I'll hazard a guess, seeing we've run out of time. Yeah, I'll say they made an offer to Biba. Okay, that's the British Irish Boxing Authority. Okay. Um, we know some guys who, who, who work with those people. They're good people, yep. put on some good independent fights. But I'll bet Biba got a little greedy and said, yeah, sure, we'll be happy to sanction the event in, in the wake of uh, 
the BBBOC saying, no, we won't do it. We're going to suspend it, blah, blah, blah. Biba came along, probably, yeah, okay, give us $17 million and we'll be happy. To, sorry, 17 million pounds and we'll be happy to sanction. And someone over at Matrim went, no fucking way. Yeah, right. <laughs> They're like, no, 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 no. Cancel. <laughs> they canceled that before anybody could do anything. But that's why I'm surprised there's no lawsuits. I'm really surprised. Honestly, I think I think what they're waiting for is for the the uh, the investigation to be over, and then I think we're going to see some lawsuits come up from this one for sure. There are too many teams that lost too much money, um, you know, and and this this put a hiccup in everybody's everybody's you know journey, man. It's yeah. This is it's it's just you know it's affected everybody that was on that card. Everybody yeah. on that card, you know, is is positioning themselves for future events. Uh, this event not happening has caused you know a hiccup in those future events. So well, you know, it's, it's, it's been as 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 Sugar would say, it's put a black eye on the sport of boxing. Yeah, it's going to take actually it might take us twenty four hours to recover because after the women battle it out tomorrow night, let alone seeing Deontay Wilder fall uh, to Robert Hellenius, <laughs> let alone seeing the Devin Haney Cambosis fight. Right. Uh, we got yeah. we got lots of boxing, so we're not we're not worried. And and guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna remind you just before we get out of here, Paro Jarvis on the zone, October 15th, 4 a.m. Eastern time. McGrail Espinoza, probellum.com, October 15th, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Yep. Shields Marshall, ESPN Sky Sports, Fight TV, October 15th, 2 p.m. Eastern. Haney Cambosis, Fight and ESPN Plus, October 15th, 9 p.m. Robert Hellenius, Deontay Wilder, Fight and Fox PPV. October 15th, 9 p.m. Eastern time. So there you go, guys. There are your fights for the weekend to watch. Thank you for joining us for this week's Friday night panel. Graham, always a pleasure. Um, Dedicated know. to Carl over at Last Bell Boxing. Yeah, that's it. Carl, Last Bell Boxing. Where you at, brother? <laughs> you know what it is, guys, man. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Uh, thanks for Tim. Hopefully you get your phone fixed for next week. Uh, too many technical difficulties. We would have loved to hear your uh, your two cents on this whole Connor Ben situation because we know the whole world's talking about it. But guys, remember all the fights this weekend that you get to watch. So just don't worry about Connor Ben anymore, man. Let's uh, let's concentrate on the future. We'll see you next week, same time, same channel, new topics. Peace. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, man. <laughs>